Last summer, Bruce stayed with me at Camden, and we took the workshop together. And it was the summer Bruce and I would swim in Lake Perrin at night, and the summer he wrote the lyrics to the theme song from Petticoat Junction all over my door because I would laugh whenever he sang the song. Not because the song was funny. It was just the way he sang it. Face stern, yet utterly blank. That was the summer we went to Saratoga and saw the cars, and later that August, Brian Metro. The summer was drunk and night and warm and the lake. An image I never saw. My cold hands running over his smooth, wet back. Bruce tells me to touch myself, right now in the phone booth. The house I'm in is silent. I wave away a mosquito. I can't touch myself, I say. I slowly sink to the floor, still holding the phone. Being rich is cool, Bruce says. Bruce, I'm saying. Bruce. He asks me about last summer. He mentions Saratoga, the lake, a night I don't remember at a bar in Pittsfield. I don't say anything. Can you hear me? He's asking. Yeah, I whisper. Is, like, the connection clear? He asks. I'm staring at a drawing, a cup of cappuccino overloaded with foam, and beneath that two words scrawled in black, the future. Mellow out, Bruce sighs finally. After we hang up, I walk back to my room and change. Reynolds picks me up at seven, and as we drive to a small Chinese restaurant on the outskirts of Camden, he turns the radio down after I say Bruce called, and Reynolds asks, Did you tell him? I don't say anything. I found out over lunch today that Reynolds is currently involved with a townie named Brandy. All I can think about is Robert on a raft, still somewhere in Arizona, looking at a small photograph of Lauren, but probably not. Reynolds turns the radio up after I shake my head. I stare out the window. It's the end of summer, 1982. Chapter 2 At the Still Point it's been a year, Raymond says. Exactly. I've been hoping that no one was going to mention it, but I knew as the evening went on that someone would say something. I just didn't think it was going to be Raymond. The four of us are at Mario's, a small Italian restaurant in Westwood Village, and it's a Thursday and late in August. Even though school doesn't start until early October, everyone can tell that summer is ending, has ended. There's really not a lot to do. A party in Bel Air that no one expresses too much interest in going to. No concerts. None of us has a date. In fact, except for Raymond, I don't think any of us sees anyone. So the four of us, Raymond, Graham, Dirk, and myself, decide to go out to dinner. I don't even realize that it's been a year exactly until I'm in the parking lot next door to the restaurant and almost hit a tumbleweed that blows in front of me too quickly. I park and sit in my car, realizing what the date is and I walk very slowly, very carefully to the door of the restaurant and pause a minute before I go in, staring at a menu encased in glass. I am the last to arrive. No one is saying a whole lot to anyone else. I try to keep what little conversation there is on other topics. New Fix video, Vanessa Williams, how much Ghostbusters is grossing, maybe what classes we're going to take, making plans for surfing maybe the next day. Dirk resorts to telling bad jokes we all know and don't think are funny. We order. The waiter leaves. Raymond speaks. It's been a year. Exactly, 
Raymond says. Since what? Dirk asks uninterestedly. Graham looks over at me, then down. No one says anything, not even Raymond, for a long time. You know, he finally says. No, Dirk says. I don't. Yeah, you do, Graham and Raymond say at the same time. No, I really don't, Dirk says. Come on, Raymond, I say. No, not come on, Raymond. What about come on, Dirk, Raymond says, looking at Dirk, who isn't looking at any of us. He just sits there staring at a glass of water, which has a lot of ice in it. Don't be a jerk, he says softly. Raymond sits back, looking satisfied in a sad sort of way. Graham looks over at me again. I look away. It hasn't seemed that long, Raymond murmurs.